0: To all of you out there who've watched The Sound of Freedom, I can't imagine the effect it's had on you. For myself, it was this brutal journey into seeing things that we've been analysing and researching on this channel, but seeing the kids, seeing what was happening, it creates a visceral reaction. The woman I went with, she tried to leave. She she was so brutalised, but she had to sit back down because she said she couldn't stop watching it. Donald Trump on Wednesday night, had a private screening at his golf course in Bedminster, New Jersey, and he congratulated the producer. He said to the Sound of Freedom star, Jim, that you've made this the hottest movie in the world. Now, we've also simultaneously seen the rise of entities, people, the shadows operating, dark characters trying to suppress and sabotage sound of freedom we've seen individuals at earrings somehow problems have been created with the electrics with the air conditioning with people being forced to take refunds and not watch it and we've seen other people stand up and insist upon watching it which is great what i cannot understand is when it comes to the safety of children why isn't the entire world behind this movie Who are these dark forces? We're going to examine it. We're going to look in closer detail at what has gone on to sabotage these viewings. And Ron has also seen the movie now, and he's got a lot to say about it as well, haven't you?
1: Yeah, to be honest, for those of you who haven't seen it, when people go on about how shocking and how much this movie impacted them, this movie was done in a way where there isn't anything you're really going to visualize. There's no abuse or anything horrible. You're not going to see any of that, but it's, The way the movie is done, the children, you know, these there was one scene where they're in the shipping container, and obviously they've been in there for days, the guy opens the door and you can see the stink of, you know, their own feces and everything. That is the glimpse that we've never seen in this way before. And because it's done by Tim Ballard, and those of you who remember my old uh, uh, channel on YouTube, Tim Ballard's actual mission the mission that inspired this movie uh was taking part roughly about the same time that i was blown up on youtube and it was an incredible story uh with very sad undertones because because of the corruption in these countries a lot of the individuals that were involved in this case paid their way out of prison and paid their way out of the courts and that was the biggest moment for tim and i think in all of this because he had to go back I mean, a lot of people don't realize this, but he had to go back and liberate the kids again. Um, and it's it's an incredible um, dedicated mindset that, 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 you know, with Tim and this whole story, because he gave up a lot and took a lot of chances for this. And the way that he's being treated, the way the media has come at him, to me, is one of the most clear pieces of evidence that there is larger truths to some of the conspiracies let's just go with that for legal reason and you mentioned something about why is this not the number one priority for people around the world sean keeping children safe i don't think there's a single member of any of the institutions around the world that keep kids safe that would agree they have adequate funding to do the bare minimum of their job I know this because you and I have spoken directly to former members of very elite uh, parts of the British uh, police force in John Wedger. John Wedger said the first day on his job, looking on the, and I'm paraphrasing here, the, the names of the teams he worked for, but the team that protected children from horrible men and women. He said he walked in there and it looked like four guys that had been recruited that were under 70 IQ, walking in circles, banging into walls with stacks of paper everywhere. And it was almost, he, he said on day one, oh, it's almost as if they don't want us to succeed. That was his impression. And then, you know, if you know John's story, you know where he uh, ended up. And when the realities of what he tried to expose almost cost him his life, you can't argue with those realities and for those of you who want to sit back okay and do the natural human reaction to when something hurts them if you go and stick your hand over a candle flame your brain's going to pull your hand away that's what your brain does on this topic but the fact of the matter is this topic is got to this point okay now we're talking about the last 5 years is there's been more discussion and more outing of this topic it still managed to gross almost 40 billion a year, and that's just in the. That's just in the Americas. That's not globally. That's the Americas, and you might all be sitting there going, "Oh no, don't! This is blown out of proportion." Listen, there's certain types of people, okay, that have different levels of moral line. Okay, it's got nothing to do with attraction to children. It's got nothing to do with being addicted to substances. It's got nothing to do with wanting to enjoy war. Some people just like making money off selling weapons, substances, and people. Okay now there's a there's a very different moral line for each of these okay but when you understand that for some people there's just a criminal path and a criminal career i I have met a guy who started off running substances from point a to point b and then five years later he's an assassin you know doesn't like killing people but hey that's his job and it's easy money so when you see the lines that people are willing to cross a lot of the individuals involved in this you can see it on their face. They know they're doing something wrong, but they're doing it for the money or they're being controlled by fear. This is a criminal enterprise. And the, the one thing that you want to remember in your brain is when you buy a big brick of substances, you can sell it one time. And they quoted this in the movie. You can take a five year old and sell them 10 times a day for 10 years. And if you believe what you you, you might have heard from a, a certain Polish documentary filmmaker, at 15 they just, heart. okay, there's no kid that's been for 10 years making it to 16 or 17 to go and live a happy normal life. They're parts. I'm really triggered.
0: As you can see, Ron is very passionate about this subject and justifiably so. When you watch the start of the Sound of Freedom, your heart breaks. For the parent, the father who takes the kids to yeah. so this woman, and we're going to get to more about this woman, Giselle. Yeah. She was actually, in real life, we're going to name her Kelly Johanna Suarez. In real life, she was in a Grammy Award winning. Uh, uh, he did a, a musician, a Grammy Award winning musician did a video, a music video, and she appeared in it as a model. Yeah, she was like a beauty queen. And she used this, being a professional model, to entice the dad to bring the kids for a shoot. And she says to the dad, it's like five o'clock, something like that, come back at seven. You know, Then your kids won't be so self-conscious because if you're here, they're going to be self-conscious. So he goes, he comes back, they've cleared out, and he's banging on the door, and he's banging on the next door, and he's banging on the next door. And from then on, Your blood just boils as you are brooding on his ability. Will he get his kids back is the big question. And that's where Tim Ballard steps into the picture. Because as a Department of Homeland Security agent, he's been reassigned because of his faith. They know that if you're assigned to this unit where you're watching videos of things that vile adults do to kids, you are going to be so severely traumatized, you need something to lean back on. So they choose people of faith because they think that's going to give them an ability to minimize the PTSD. Now, he's watching these films. He's watched tons of these films, and he said every time he watched one, it scorched a hole in his brain until he's got like over a thousand holes in his brain now and he said watching one of them there was a kid because when he first before he set about watching them he thought it was going to be like 15 16 year olds he said and he couldn't believe his eyes when there was four years olds and five years olds. and he said watching one of them the kid's body literally snapped while this vile monster was doing a certain act on this kid can you imagine seeing that in front of your eyes the effect that would have you and these scum all over the world are trying to belittle this guy so it starts out with him tricking he pretends he gets the confidence of our adult viewer of these videos and he tricks this guy into thinking he's one of them because he and he says his dream is not just to watch it it's to have a kid in his presence yeah. to have access to a kid and that person in the beginning that person's like do you think i'm stupid do you think I, I really think you're one of us blah 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 but he, he um helps him get out of prison and tricks him and then a guy crosses the border i think it's the mexico border into america this older white guy uh, pretending to be the uncle of this kid and that's the dad who left the kid with the model, that is how the son is saved. And that happens at the very beginning. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of plot spoilers in yeah. this video. So if you've not seen it, you might not want to continue, but that's how it starts. You know, and
1: what, what was most shocking for me, Sean, at the start of this was how relatable this whole story is to two cases that I myself was involved in. You know, we're talking about child modeling agencies, We're talking about parents being sold a dream, and in this particular movie, it was the version of um, the moving of people business that um, the the parent had no idea, okay? So it was a theft, effectively, of, of that individual's child. The cases I was involved in were a little different. They were very much child modeling agencies where kids were being trafficked around. There was stuff on the dark web. And this is very real, OK? This is a very real business that happens all around the world. I have personally seen it. We have put individuals in jail out in the Ukraine. I, the woman in this, I have dealt with women who, who have had the same job as this woman. And when you see it, this the the, the sound of freedom is the very, very top end of the public sector of this. We're not talking the the top end of elites or anything like that. We're really talking about rich, normal people. That's That's the circle that this movie expands through. But rich people are always tied with other rich people. And when you start looking at who owns the cinemas, where we've had technical issues, Sean, and we start looking at what political side most of the people talking out about this film are on, and then we start hearing the word Clinton quite a lot popping up with their uh, relations to things. It's, it's one of these things where every single case I have went over with John Wedger involving children, there's laplust in sentencing, there's laplust in evidence handling. There seems to be a bigger picture. There's now with the man on the island case, uh, there seems to be just a bigger picture that nobody's getting to know about. All of this, as me and John refer to it as the secret club. The P word club, but we're talking about the big boy club. We're not talking about just an average rich white guy club. You know, we're talking eyes wide shut madness here. And when we start looking at a man like Tim Ballard being told, no, you're fabricating a a conspiracy theory. And his recourse, his, his, his comeback for that is, okay, give me a couple of weeks and I'll have all the kids that I saved who are now young ad- adults come on and you can call them liars, <laughs> right? Because I can't wait for that because that's exactly what he's going to do. Um, is Tom Ballard in the category of people who knows too much that would need to disappear? I do not think so. Um, but I do believe that this is, this is like a imagine by John Lennon level changing of the world moment in media and we all know what happened to john so i'm just it's, it's one of those um consumable palatable movies that is just shocked and destroyed the minds of people who've seen it because a lot of people don't get that insight i mean could you imagine trying to find a news coverage of a case like this that goes in the way this movie does you, you couldn't do it sean
0: here is a word from today's sponsor, Aura. If you Google someone, you can find out all kinds of personal information about them. This information is accessible because of data brokers who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers. You can use my link, https... Dot dot forward slash, forward slash, aura dot com. Aura is A-U-R-A, forward slash, Sean Atwood, S-H-A-U-N-A-T-T-Wood to try two weeks for free and see how many data brokers are sharing your info. Also linked in my description box on this YouTube version or scan the QR code on the screen. Aura also monitors your emails and passwords to see if they were involved in a data breach and exposed on the dark web and gives you the recommendations on what to do. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need all inside one app so he tricks the guy who's watching the videos into bringing coordinating the transportation of a kid over the mexico border into america and then that kid has got a little necklace given to him by his sister that says timoteo as in tim on the back of it so then the whole movie the rest of it is about how they track down the sister and he really puts himself in some extreme danger. But just to go back to something that Ron said because he's tracking the sister down in Colombia and people might think that this is only happening in countries that are outside of the West, whatever. It happened recently to two of our podcast guests. And I'm digging the clip out now. Um, Two of our podcast guests, Lee Marvin Hitchman and Kira... We're in London with the kid Talon and she had him in like some chair in a busy street of London and she turned around for a few seconds and within those seconds a child transporter had already unbuckled, unbuckled the seat which takes so many seconds she saw him screams what are you doing and another accomplice bumps into Lee Marvin on purpose, throws his hands up and says, welcome to London to distract him. Uh, This is a seriously organized attempt to take their kid into some kind of nefarious ring, no doubt, and to deliver their kid to someone who would be committing the kind of vile crimes that we see in the sound of London. This, This has just happened this year in London, Ron.
1: That's horrifying. You know it's a very good point you bring up because at the beginning of the movie as they're playing the credits they're playing a lot of famous footage from the last 10 years of you know mopeds pulling up beside shops and grabbing kids and all the rest of it um i'm going to include some in this because in fact i put it at the end of the video because i think parents see when you actually see the brazenness of how this goes down when we talk about stealing a child we're not talking about ones that have been handed over or, or anything like that. We're talking about you, me, your neighbour, your friends. The reality of what can happen. When you actually see a child being torn from its mother's arms or their father's arms or that one second that you were just talking about when they turn around, you do not know how long those two were following Marvin and his missus. That could have been their entire day. And the week before that was them learning when they can strike, or it could have been very opportunistic. Personally, I believe the opportunistic side is not going to be as prevalent in London. I do, personally, I would think that Marvin was scoped or the kid was selected uh, due to how the kid looks or whatever. Um, But when you see it happen, when you see it, you can't deny it, okay? And they, they also say in this movie, this has been going on in third world countries for decades, okay, decades we're now getting to the point where it's going to end up on our doors. So when you actually see it, ladies and gentlemen, the viewers, it leaves that impact where you have seen the reality. It's not from a movie. It's not, you know, something that can't be aired that's going to scar you. It's the reality of the business model of this heinous and fast-growing enterprise. And when you think there is any business in the world that could overtake the substance business just try and grasp that this is sadly the business that's that's doing it now it's multi multi billions and it's it's a spectrum and then we we're focusing on one element of it now but there is a whole chain of countries whether it's poverty whether it's a war it doesn't matter there's a spectrum of this level of uh, harassment and transportation of humans and this is just one element of it, sadly, and it's, this is bad enough. But
0: And one of the most sinister characters in the whole movie is Gizelle. Yeah. Like I said earlier, based upon a real person, Kelly Johanna Suarez. Just to give you a bit of background, in 2014, Operation Underground Railroad conducted its biggest rescue operation to date, called Operation Triple Take, with three takedowns in three different Colombian cities to rescue victims of transportation. Along with the 123 survivors liberated, 20 transporters were arrested, and they faced charges for their crimes. But chillingly enough, one was Kelly Johanna Suárez, former beauty pageant queen, professional model in her early 20s, known as Miss... Cartagena. Her credentials and reputation in her home of Obrero, a poor neighborhood in the south of Cartagena, made her a very effective recruiter of young girls and boys for beep transportation. Not only was she a successful model, but she had appeared in a music video for a 20-time Latin Grammy Award-winning Colombian musician, which boosted her status as a trusted role as a leader in her impoverished community, which was gained through her beauty pageant experience and social work studies. She studied social work at the College of Mejor de Bolivar. But beneath the surface, as you see in the movie, she's nothing short of a monster. She used her good standing and credibility to lure kids away from their families with promises of making them models and then sold them into the beep trade of Colombia. Her network was finally blown by undercover OUR operatives on the sandy beaches of an island, just a short boat ride away from Cartagena during operation triple take. Officials began the investigation the previous year, following the movements of De Jesus as he traveled back and forth between Cartagena and Miami. Authorities found that the ring would spread recordings of kids and acquire new clients using a system of taxi drivers within the country. Often the kids would be drugged um, before being exploited. The criminals also tried to sell an 11-year-old virgin to a foreigner for up to a grand before the bust. When this information took OUR operatives down to South America to investigate, They were introduced to Kelly Johanna Suarez through the other transporters. So that is how um, this started with her. What What do you think of that, Rom?
1: Well, I think that's shocking. But I think what is the more prevalent point here is the chain of command in this operation and how many individuals have the plausible deniability mindset. So, for example, that taxi driver, it's okay. I'm just finding girls for a modeling agency. I, you know, I'm not really going to question too much about what is happening to these girls. Ha, that is a very important part of the system for this whole business to operate because having people that are just looking for a quick buck and are able, you know, they're able to justify in their minds, it's kind of like the, the guy from Britain who flies to Thailand to meet a 14-year-old doesn't really think he's doing anything wrong because it's all right in Thailand, right? Did you see what I mean? It's that mindset of justification, right? And I believe that the, the woman and I believe that all of these people in that network, it's important that a percentage of them have that plausible deniability. It, it puts people under the radar a lot easier when people don't think they're doing something wrong, if that makes sense
0: um yeah i think john wedge touched on that it's like a gradual step isn't it one minute to 14 year old and the next day they're trying yeah yeah
1: well there's again it's one of these spectrums where there's so many specific reasons people go down that if they're not born that if that makes sense and again there are a lot there'll be a lot of people involved in this in Colombia that are not interested in being horrible to children and are justifying it to themselves because, you know, they don't really know what's happening. And, you know, it's modeling agency, right? Why wouldn't you want to give them tips and make a quick buck? And that, that is the mindset that these individuals are going to depend on. Um, but when you hear and you see how widespread it is within the common work services, You've got taxi drivers, you've got coffee assistants who are all spotters for these individuals. And sure, you'll have the ones that stand out in the ranks, that, travel, you know, that rise up through the ranks, who, who do know what's going on, and they're the ones that, uh, you know, that rise up, effectively.
0: So the people who are criticising Tim Ballard and The Sound of Freedom, I say to you guys, what are you doing to raise awareness to parents of kids? to prevent these crimes from happening. What are you doing? Absolute jack shit. You're doing the complete opposite. You're trying to suppress a person who is doing that. And that's why these videos are so important because disturbing as it may be, it's not uncommon for these transporters to use their own industries to drive a wedge between families. They pose as innocent coaches, casting agents, and convince kids that they need to travel starting with a short distance and then moving further and further away the parents are reassured that all expenses will be paid and that their child has the potential to become a star little do they know that their love for their child is being used against them the transporters create a false sense of trust and legitimacy luring their victims into their grasp so what we are message to parents out there is never ever let your guard down look at what happened to Lee Marvin and Kira recently in London. These are extremely on-the-ball people. Yeah. She just turned turn around for a few seconds. She said it takes time to unbuckle these straps that that kid was in. And they already had most of the straps opened in the few seconds she turned around. They, Like you said, Ron, they're on the streets all day, spending hours professionally trained in this, practiced in this, waiting for some parent just to turn around for a couple of seconds and let that kid out of their sight. And what could be more important than getting that message out there to the world? And that's why we commend the Sound of Freedom for showing parents, showing families what can happen if you let your guard down. Stay vigilant at all times. Protect your loved ones from these vile characters. (laughs) 100%.
1: And just just touching on what you said there, why are we having to do anything about this, okay? If there wasn't a bigger story here, people, every political leader in the world would have this at the spear of their political campaign, okay? Every single goddamn president that's going to get elected, this would be the thing that would... I would vote for any of them if their number one thing was the transportation, was their number one thing, to shut it down across the world, all the rest of it no one actually cares because the majority of the people in power are part of the secret club. Allegedly. Okay? They're part of the secret club. And if you don't think that there's a bigger thing going on here, then why, why has this been handled the way it has? Why have cinemas in America that are owned by the former cabinet advisor to the White House Clinton campaign, why are all his, why are all his screenings failing? Why are there... When have you ever been at the cinema, Sean, and there been a technical issue ever in your life? Ever? Never. <laughs> never. all nah. Same with me. I mean, f- you can you can forgive a fire alarm, right? A fire alarm, maybe one, right? But technical difficulties, God, Jesus Christ! So when you do start digging, and I'm going to advise you all do your own digging, okay, into who owns AMC Cinemas and what he pro- what his former uh, his jobs were, and. I'm not saying this is linked to anything. I'm just saying this would be handled differently by the media if the media weren't owned by individuals who all have big fingers pointing at them. And I think that's the most politically correct way of putting that shot.
0: Yeah, Disney's trying to say they didn't even know it, this movie existed in the catalogue. Yeah. And um, they they weren't going to... Um, produce it were they? they they weren't going to publish it yeah. didn't they buy there was a takeover it, the movie was produced. there was a takeover it didn't get published and it took this long is it angel studios is that what what they called
1: it's something like that i'll put it up on the screen because we're butchering it But oh, they need mega mega praised and i'll tell you something else the story of how difficult this movie was to get funded is unreal qe's got funded pretty fast for netflix though sean did it not Remember Cuties, the French film with all the little girls in their pants twerking on a stage? Remember that one?
0: Yeah, because that's part of, you know, that their agenda.
1: Accurate. That's correct. That is correct, Sean.
0: Coming out of an AMC, an AMC theatre, a woman had a lot on her mind. Here's a quote from the news. My friends and I just walked out and we are curious what your experiences were in the movie theatre. She asked, because we pre-ordered our tickets, paid for them, they were claimed, got the link. Some point today, tickets got refunded to my friend and we couldn't figure out why. The group decided to go to the AMC anyway and when they got there, they were told that their tickets were refunded because there wasn't any air conditioning in the theatre. They asked if they could still watch the movie, even without AC, and wondered why they weren't told explicitly that there was a problem with the air conditioning when they were sent the refund notification. There were eight people in the theatre on a Friday night. She added that there was air conditioning other parts of the AMC, which really set off alarm bells. I smell something stinky, she said. Other people said the theatre had issues playing the movie as well. Wow, this crazy is crazy. The same thing happened to us. We were in Las Vegas, Nevada. One wrote the AMC in Texas was also without AC. Oh, same in New York. Was that AMC
1: in same- was that 2 a.m. <laughs> wow. oh, interesting.
0: Same in New York. I watched with no air uh, conditioning. A third person chimed in. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's been, oh, it, it, there's been mean, all it's kinds.
1: Weird, it's weird how that one cinema seems to be repeating itself, Sean. <sighs> Do your research, people, okay? Do your research. But, again, I'm 42, never once been at the cinema, and there been an issue. And here's a fun fact for you, Sean. We've just come out of uh, the pandemic, yeah? One of the biggest uh, industries that took a hit was the cinemas. Cinemas got, you know, almost it, it wiped out during that time. If you had a movie in your cinema that was box-officing more than Indiana frickin' Jones, and you had cinemas with air conditioning and cinemas without air conditioning, you just put the movie on in a in a different part of the cinema, right? Because you need the money. Because you almost went broke. Because of the pandemic. Do you see what I'm saying? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So, again, do your research. AMC, CEO, former jobs, White House. Check it out, people.
0: Well, there are some big names promoting it, including Mel Gibson. and There's supposed to be a lot more coming out from Mel Gibson. Donald Trump, as I said at the open, he watched it on Wednesday at his golf course in Bedminster, New Jersey, and called it incredible. And he had some of the heads from the movie with him. He said to Jim, Jim, that was unbelievable. You made this the hottest movie anywhere in the world. Uh, Following the film, Trump stood up in front of the crowd and congratulated the producer, Eduardo, the lead actor and former Homeland Security agent, Tim Ballard, They were all there on whose life the movie was based. He said, quote, It's something that I'm not sure if you're supposed to enjoy or learn. It's a combination, but that was a great movie. Now I understand why it's doing so well. It's setting records, by the way. It's eating the biggest movies out there. They have some of the big summer blockbusters, and this is knocking the socks off them. So that's pretty good, he added.
1: And let's put in context as well, those summer blockbusters had half, you know, half, you know. Let's no, not let's let's do some actual quotes. Maybe 50 million budget for marketing, 30 million globally, maybe. Like this movie came out and destroyed uh, Indiana Jones on uh, July 4th opening weekend, uh, which is quite a, an achievement for any movie in the Well, I wouldn't indie, but you, it's you know not as a big production company that's that's pushing this out. This, it's, it's it's shocking that they're still denying the story is real. They're pushing this out as a conspiracy theory. They're, they're slating Tim Ballard as a tinfoil hat-wearing madman. The facts are there, though, Sean. Is this not just another prevalent example of if we tell enough people a lie, we'll convince enough of them to argue it out with the people that disagree with them in the public and keep them occupied that way.
0: Because... Well, it's achieving, it's achieving the complete opposite because if you tell people they can't go and watch something, they're going to go and watch it. And it's, this is not dying out. It's getting more and more viral. So when I showed up at my parents' house um, and asked them about it, my dad said that it was um, it had some big religious... Um, side to it and some big conspiracy side to it and then, you know, having watched it myself and having written books about Pablo Escobar, who's based in Colombia, where they are predominantly Catholic and they are steeped in religion I would say the religious content in this movie was very minimal in the context of how religious people are in Colombia so there wasn't this religious zealous angle like my dad had read in the media but it's the media putting this out there that's trying to put people off watching it and my dad saying that right away made me suspicious and made me want to watch it all the more but just to continue with what trump uh, yeah. said he said i hope everybody had a fantastic time i did it's an incredible inspiration you guys did something very special tim ballard was at the screening as with the was the director um And in in 2019, Ballard had met Trump to discuss things. Prior to the screening, Trump spoke out on Truth Social, criticizing media outlets like CNN, Rolling Stone, Washington Post for trashing the film and mocking the millions of moviegoers who purchased tickets to the screenings. And again, I say to CNN, Rolling Stone, The Washington Post, what are you doing to raise awareness of these things and helping parents get savvy so they can prevent these things happening to their kids. How dare you, how dare you go against anything that is educating the world in human transportation and making people aware so they will prevent these crimes? It's absolutely sickening what vile, trashy, evil people you truly are.
1: Especially when we're not talking about one man's opinion. This is documented facts. You know, this isn't. This is a factual case. This isn't one man on a mission coming back with a story. This is one man who did all these things, and there's there's court papers to prove it. So to sit there and say it's nothing but conspiracy or that it's blown out of proportion, okay? These facts are made up statistics and all the rest of it uh, is embarrassing for anyone that. That shares that 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 sense uh, of opinion because the evidence, the, the survivors, the stories, and the reality are all very very real.
0: And I'm a political wrong, but when Trump was in power, he did sign nine pieces of bipartisan legislation to combat human transportation domestically and internationally. He approved the largest DOJ grant package in history. To combat human transportation and double the amount of doj funding to combat it that according to his press release
1: we could say then that trump's done almost in our you know on an off-the-cuff statement done more than any other president for this particular case is there something else that's happened to trump more than any other president something to do with indictments right and uh, i don't think i've ever heard more news about a president since they've not been a president in my whole life okay this this guy has just been uh, every corner he's getting things pulled apart on him and it's going to be interesting to see what the the, the backlash is from the private screening to fuel further the I
0: hope you're enjoying the podcast here's a word from our sponsor rocket money many of our viewers have saved thousands using rocket money to save the money off subscriptions they didn't even know about rocket money cancels subscriptions of people that are tricky and time consuming Rocket Money also alerts you to subscriptions that can save you money. Try it free for 30 days, just enough time to try it, and then completely forget about it. In fact, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. You could be wasting money and not even realising it. Rocket Money helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so you can stop paying for ones you don't use. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com forward slash Sean, S-H-A-U-N. That's rocketmoney.com forward slash Sean, rocketmoney.com slash Sean. Thank you for supporting our sponsor, Rocket Money. Enjoy the podcast.
1: Conspiracy nuts on this because I'm sure they're going to love that. Um
0: but and look who's got look and look who's gone against Trump. Um, George H. W. Bush voted for Hillary Clinton. That says it all, right? Then he's a Republican. Yeah. So you know the, the, you've got the alphabet agencies against Trump. You got the Bush family against Trump. Um, I, you know I don't know Trump's full background and agenda, but if you've got those people against you, um, that that's that's you, you should have kudos definitely for that. So it, it, it's saying that it earned fourteen million on its opening day um, in the United States. It's blowing away all these other movies, and critics are condemning it because of the certain conspiracy you just referred to, Ron. Um, I think they're just attaching that to it to try and discredit it. So revenues now are approximately a hundred million at the box office. It was distributed by Angel Studios. And yeah, yeah, that's what we like to hear. They're hitting back at 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 these claims of conspiracies, um, saying that it is a very important social issue that needs to be discussed and needs to be highlighted to save these kids
1: you can guarantee within the next year there'll be an unfiled tax return from the past of this agency that gets brought to light and the government sues them for hundreds of millions and we never hear from this company ever again you know it's coming whether it's they're not allowed to allow this to happen again i'll tell you that right an unsanctioned movie exposing the realities of the secret club oh
0: And here's 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 what Ballard's rebuttal to people um, connecting the movie with the certain conspiracy. Here's what Ballard actually said. I can't explain and neither can they. Every show I've seen, they just like to throw out the word and that, you know, certain letter of the alphabet, conspiracy. They make zero connection to the actual story. It's very difficult to make that connection when it's actually based on a true story. Yes, I agree with that. This is just some other agenda. Who would want to get the backs or run interference for P-Word and human transporters? That's the more important question in all this. Why would you want to lie to push an agenda whose goal is to have kids be held in captivity? It's kind of sick. How can you argue against that? How could anyone argue against that?
1: It's the world we live in now. And you know, he also mentions that he feels like this is going to be used by that particular site to reinforce the rebranding of P words to maps or, you know, minor attracted person and start pushing through rights and orientation and all this kind of stuff. And we've spoken about normalization for years, John, years and years and years. And if the people who've seen this, don't show the support and push out the the realities of this online we're going to see a movement formed where tim is bullying these poor people that can't control their impulses going back to the start of the movie sean that guy that he he, that was the guy you know the, the guy that he tricked and all the rest of it there was some crucial moments at the start of that where he was typing in are you ready boys my my seasonal spring number is ready and he's got his own little filming studio and all the rest. That was a dark web site that he was meant to have been on. The, the, the echoing realities of this are unbelievable. They're so on point. And you know that Tim is the real deal because of all these little nuances in the movie. And when you see what he's writing, you see all the, the tapes running along the wall, you've got to remember there's a reason why these individuals at the, at the top end use VHS, and they use Polaroids. Uh, digitizing this stuff is tend to be where footprints and trails are, are left. And when you think about, all you've got to do is get on a boat, Sean, and go 12 miles in the opposite direction of the land you left from. And you're in, you're in a place where there is no laws, there is no repercussion, and there's nobody that can touch what you're doing. So is it so far out of the question to think that there's yachts that go out 12 miles with chickens on board as the movie so beautifully and poetically puts it and uh, those chickens just end up as lobster food and all the media is shared between these little clubs on tapes and polaroids because to me that would be their safest option and when you see a movie that's come out in 2023 and you see those vhs tapes running along the top there's a reason for that it's so horrible
0: So Tim Ballard has also been criticized by an American author because of of a conspiracy that, um, you know, elites are responsible for this. Now, I'm not saying all elites are responsible for this, but we do know from the guy who had the island that there are allegations against certain elites. I'll just leave that at that. But Tim Ballard has responded to that criticism as well. As that guy is talking, and he's nobody's hero, by the way, I can't imagine any kid looking at him thinking he's going to help them out. He said, referring to the author who criticized him. But I think of the children that are really depicted in that film. I know what happened to them. Those children were the subjects of child beep videos. Those children were being sold for beep. Oh, it's sickening, isn't it? It's
1: fucking really sickening, mate. Like, it's, it's so. Do you know, I'd almost. Calmed down a little bit until I watched this film, and then every reason for what I used to do came crashing back to me like a bat to the head. Uh, because we're solving nothing. We're bringing we're bringing light to the to the dark, and sadly, the people who are in charge of the dark just keep smashing the light bulbs, or or, or invading a country. Or, you know, a a germ comes out or your interest rates drop and you've got to go back to worrying about your mortgage payments. It's a system of distraction that is well utilised and has been for a long time to just keep the normals worrying about their own shit.
0: And here's a quote in the mail. So, even then, you needn't hold extreme beliefs to experience Sound of Freedom as a compelling movie that shines an authentic light on one of the crucial criminal horrors of our time, one that hollywood has mostly shied away from well hopefully mel gibson is going to be shining quite a light on those horrors here soon
1: well hopefully again let's hope he doesn't die of food poisoning or something else really believable like that you know it's it's one of those things i mean you just got to have a look at what was the french chef that like in France uh, a couple of years ago. People just seem to think that they can make a threat and then come out with this stuff. If you know what's going on, don't make a post saying, oh man, wait till you see what I've got to post next week. No, just get it out there because they'll snuff you. They'll snuff you rapid. Uh, and that, that's the problem, where people have tried to hint at the story and then they're, they're done. And it's if you, if you don't believe that... It, you know, I could do a whole show on individuals from Hollywood, the music industry, the TV industry, that have found things that they shouldn't have found and have either snuffed it or have been blacklisted from ever working again. It's bonkers. It's but it's, it's it's infuriating how widespread it is as well, Sean. It really it really is.
0: It's eight point one on IMDb. Oh wow! And the the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes with 10,000 plus verified reviews is 100%. Oh,
1: on Rotten... See, Rotten Tomatoes, for those who don't know, is savage, okay?
0: savage. (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh Really savage. And 100%, that just goes to show you, you know. uh, uh, Again, this topic is not a new topic. Uh, We've all known that this exists. But when are we going to start really pushing for the change in the countries we live in, the world we live in? When is it going to be a priority in our days and the politicians' days and the lawmakers' days of our countries? Because we're so much focused on adults choosing to abuse themselves with substances and so much money spent on it. When the when you look at the, the amount of money spent, contrastingly, to keep kids safe, If you have an IQ over 10, the only result that you can come down to is it's not a priority for them. And you then have to ask yourself, why wouldn't that be? And when you find out that a little eight-year-old boy was abused and harassed uh, as a young boy and then later in life was on substances to deal with that abuse and had to stand in front of a judge that was his own abuser and have himself be sentenced by that man, that portrays the reality of not just the UK, but the world when it comes to elites and those who can afford to do the things that no one should ever, ever do, especially when children are involved,
0: ever. So wherever you are in the world watching this, we urge you to find a way to watch Sound of Freedom and spread the word. You can definitely watch the trailers. The trailers are online right now, so you can check it out, get a feel for it. And... Um, Ron's links also are in the below this. So you want to support his mission. Cheers. My,
1: my advice to you guys is watch it in a group, make a discussion, and keep the discussion going. And thanks, Sean, for uh, for having me again. Thank you, appreciate it. You.
0: Welcome.